welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. I'm going to continue on the subject of faith that speaks. Let's go to Mark 11:25. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven also may forgive you your trespasses. When we want to operate in faith, we cannot have anything against anyone. We have to take the slate and wipe it clean. And say, I've took it and wiped it clean. I have nothing against anyone. Because if you don't forgive somebody of their trespasses, your Father God cannot forgive you. Because he's saying, you're asking me to forgive you, but you won't forgive them, right? So in other words, if you hold on to that unforgiveness in your heart, it enters your faith. It keeps the blessings of God from coming to pass in your life. But number one, it hinders your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The number one thing we have to be conscious of in our life is our relationship with the Father, our relationship with Jesus, and our relationship with the Holy Spirit. That's the number one thing in our life that we should be conscious of, and it should be the number one thing in our life that we want to keep intact above everything and everyone else because the the most important thing in your life is that relationship without the father the son and the holy spirit there is nothing there is no christianity there is no no there is no life because in him is the life that's what the father god sent jesus to do to pay the penalty so that we could have a fellowship relationship established with him forever that would never be separated from him again and jesus shed his precious blood upon the cross so that we could have that relationship with the father son and the holy spirit but he says but if you won't forgive everybody of their trespasses then how am i going to be able to forgive you because you're not uh, walking in righteousness so we have to forgive so that we won't hinder our relationship with the father And this is one of the number one things that the devil will try to do in your life. He'll try to use people to do things against you, to make you not like them, to make you have unforgiveness toward them so that he can keep the blessings of God from coming to pass in your life, so that he can hinder the relationship between you, the Father, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit so that he can handle that relationship so that you won't get direction from God and what you need to do in your life and the way that your life should be, the direction that your life should be going in. That is his number one thing. So unforgiveness is one of the number one tools that Satan uses to keep us bound in every area of our life. And you have to recognize it as that. Unforgiveness It's nothing but handcuffs by the devil to put on you 
to keep you captive so that you cannot be free in your life. Amen. Now let's look at Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 through 17. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. So he's saying, even as Christ forgave you, you have to forgive others. Verse 14, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Now I'm telling you, if you don't have forgiveness in your life, you won't have any peace either. Because he's saying, if you'll let love rule, which is the bond of perfection, then the peace of God will rule in your heart. But if you don't have peace in your heart, you haven't forgiven people and they've done something against you, then what you have to do is you have to forgive them and let God deal with it and let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. He said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Don't let unforgiveness dwell in you, but let God's word dwell in you richly. And, and use do this, speak to those things that are hindering your relationship with others. If there's, a, if there's a hindrance in your relationship with somebody, speak to that and say, I'll speak to that situation and I will not allow separation in my life from those people because it's not God. And Father God, I ask you that we become friends, that you change the situation, you change our hearts and we are no longer enemies but we're friends and i will not allow unforgiveness in my life and then verse 17 let's look at that and whatever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him now if we do everything that we do in the name of the lord jesus christ there won't be any unforgiveness there won't be any walking out of love there won't be any hate. There won't try to be doing anything against anybody else. If we will just listen to this one scripture and do that, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever you do in word or deed. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and give thanks to God the Father through him. Now, if we do that, you think about it. If we just live by those scriptures right there, it would change your life forever. Because if you'll think about it and say, well, I'm going to do this in the name of the Lord Jesus, and that means you're not going to do anything against anybody. You're not going to treat them badly. You're not going to treat them with disrespect. You're not going to walk out of love toward them in any way, and it won't give people any reason. It will not give them any reason whatsoever to think bad about you if you'll do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. But see, a lot of times what happens is we can walk in that and then the enemy will try to bring things up against people and he will try to bring people up against you to try to get you to stumble in those areas as well. But see, the thing is, it doesn't matter what somebody else has done to you. If you won't, if you'll not walk enough forgiveness toward them, God will take care of it. 
he'll change that situation. But you have to use love and use love as you speak it forth out of your mouth because faith works by love. And if you'll use faith and love and speak out of your heart that you want the best for each and every person, then what happens is it changes things because love never fails. Ain't that right? And do everything. If we do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, we will not do anything against any one person. Ain't that right? Let's look at First John. Now, see, this is another area of confession that people think this is the only area that there is in confession. But see, in First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, we have to confess our sins and say, Father, forgive me. I did that wrong. I ask you to forgive me. And then automatically he forgives you right back into his presence. He might chastise you a little bit. And, you know, and you feel bad in your heart. And it grieves the Holy Spirit when you do things wrong. But it doesn't mean he hasn't forgiven you. Because when you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you. You, believe, you use your faith and say, I'm forgiven. This is another promise of God that we have to walk in. But it's not the only area that we have to use confession in. We confess the promises of God that they're ours in our life. And we have to understand, let's look at Isaiah 43, 25. I am, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and will not remember your sins. He says when he blots out your transgressions, he doesn't remember your sin. It doesn't exist anymore. And if God don't remember it, you don't remember it. The devil will try to bring it up against you. But you say, I don't understand what you're trying to bring against me, devil, because that doesn't exist. And you tell him to shut up and you get out of there. And then say, get out of here forever. You'll not come back because I'm not listening to your condemnation. Because Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, if you walk according to the flesh, it's, well, everything, I have to do everything perfect, everything perfect, everything perfect. But if you walk according to the Spirit, then you're following after the Spirit and you say, Father God, my relationship with you is intact and I have asked you for forgiveness and I am no longer walking in any condemnation because I do not walk according to the flesh, but I walk in the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ and you have blotted out my sins for your sake. And I am no longer walking in condemnation, but I'm walking in forgiveness. Forgiveness is yours. You see, God's love is everlasting. It never changes. It doesn't matter what the devil says. His love never changes. If you'll look in Romans chapter 30, uh, Romans 8, 31. Excuse me, Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 34. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It's the devil that condemns you. It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Jesus is in the presence of Almighty God and says, Father God, my blood is sprinkled on that mercy seat. And, I, and I'm saying right now that they are forgiven of every sin. And the Father God is saying, 
sufficient sacrifice, they are no longer under any sin, but they are forgiven because of your blood and your righteousness. And they're walking in your righteousness, and I'm not looking at what they did. I'm looking at what you did, Jesus. That's what the Father God, he looks at what Jesus did, not what you did. So you have to look at it like this. If you hold something against somebody, and they've asked God to forgive them, but you hold it against them, then what you're doing, you're exalting your unforgiveness above God's forgiveness. And you can't do that. You have to say, they, I don't even know. They may have asked God to forgive them at that very second, but I'm not forgiving them, so it's hindering me. So what you're doing, you're doing it against yourself. But see, he blots out your transgressions for his own sake, and he remembers your sins no more. And if they've asked him to forgive them, he blots out their transgressions, and he remembers their sins no more. So that is the way that he looks at everyone. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 